Bill O'Reilly here, Wednesday, February 10th, 2021. You're listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Impeachment 2 underway. Americans struggling to find the virus vaccine. The U.S. goes a full year without a single combat death in Afghanistan. Portland, Oregon ranks worst city in the country for car theft. This year's Super Bowl, the least watched in many years. Also ahead, how impeachment hurts every single American. But first, Democrat impeachment managers presenting evidence that Donald Trump knowingly provoked an insurrection against the U.S. Capitol and Congress. Each side will have 16 hours to present their cases before the Senate votes to convict or acquit the former president. The vote could come next Monday. The USA has already vaccinated about 45 million people since the vax became available earlier this year. More Americans have now received it, at least one dose, than have tested positive for the virus. States leading the way for COVID vax include California, Texas, Florida, and New York, the most populated places. This week marks the first year the military did not report a combat death of an American soldier in the Afghan war. The conflict, as you may know, began 20 years ago to dismantle global terror networks after 9-11. The mission now, the longest war in U.S. history, and has claimed the lives of 2,312 American service people. A new study from the U.S. insurance industry ranking the worst cities in the country for stolen vehicles, top of the list, Portland, Oregon. Other dangerous destinations for motorists include Seattle, L.A., San Francisco, San Jose. Residents in Portland are 10 times more likely to have their vehicles stolen than folks in the much larger New York City because the criminal justice system in Portland has collapsed. Figures released yesterday by CBS Sports say the Super Bowl had a total audience of about 96 million viewers, making the game the least-watched championship match in recent NFL history. Viewership for every major sport down double digits since COVID hit. And that is no accident. People are getting a little fed up with politics in sports. In a moment, why impeachment 2 is a disaster for the country. Right back. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, another impeachment fiasco. All over the world, folks are asking, what 
is wrong with America. The political hatred in this country is embarrassing. Both sides are at fault, but the left is driving the division right now, and the horrendous impeachment display proves that. President Trump obviously is gone. The FBI says the Capitol invasion was planned far in advance. So how could Mr. Trump be the source of the so-called insurrection? How could he have directly incited something that was planned months in advance? Yes, Mr. Trump thought the election was stolen from him with fraud. But that's not a crime, thinking that. It could be wrong, but it's not a crime. Yes, Mr. Trump was undisciplined in his assessment of the vote. Again, that is not a crime. The real crime in impeachment two, impeachment one, and for the last five years in this country is hatred. That is the real crime. Now, there are many reasons people on the left and on the right hate their opponents, but none of them are valid. If someone runs for president and wins, then that person is the leader of the country. Resistance? Come on. We saw day after day after day, ever since President Trump was elected, attacks on him, most of which were invalid, were ginned up, were not true. And now, when Joe Biden's president, we have right-wing resistance to him because many Americans believe that Donald Trump won the election, and President Trump encouraged that belief. In my opinion, that is wrong. There is no evidence to show an overwhelming fraud. Certainly, minor fraud happened. The Justice Department admits it, and that should be investigated. The big scandal is, why haven't we done forensics and analytics to take a look at the controversial parts of last November's election? Why has the country not rallied together to demand that? Don't we all want an honest election? If millions of people believe there's fraud, including the former president, shouldn't we try to allay those fears with some kind of disciplined investigation? Of course we should. But the partisans don't want that. They want to hate. They like it. And finally, the corporate media has made billions of dollars hating. You know it. You see it if you turn on any of the news, I'm saying network news and cable news, all participating in rank hatred to attract viewers, and the New York Times, Washington Post, other papers to attract readers. Are they searching for the truth? No. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve the message by writing it. Disagree? I'd like to hear from you. Bill at BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not no. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world 
Reserve Currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now the O'Reilly Update continues to something you might not know. A growing number of Americans are working well into their senior years, staying in the workforce for money or even boredom. They want to have something to do. Believe it or not, the same is true for Hollywood. Once an industry exclusively devoted to the young and beautiful, more and more actors are snagging major roles in their 90s. Here are some examples. Actress Betty White, still working at 99. Best known for her roles on sitcoms, The Mary Tyler Moore Show and The Golden Girls. Miss White, has won a bunch of Emmys, her first back in 1951, and the most recent in 2014, a span of 63 years. Next, funny man Mel Brooks, the comedian, turns 95 years old this year. Mel's hit movies include The Producers, Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein. Mel Brooks has three films scheduled for release this year. That's incredible. Dick Van Dyke. Still making the rounds in Hollywood at age 95. Dick's latest project was an appearance in the 2018 hit Mary Poppins Returns. Mr. Van Dyke became a global star for his performance as Bert in the original Disney film Mary Poppins back in 1964. Gene Hackman turns 91 this year. Mr. Hackman retired from acting about 15 years ago, telling Reuters, quote, I miss the actual acting part of it, as it's what I did for almost 60 years. And I really love that. But the business for me is very stressful. However, Gene Hackman continues to write books at age 91. Finally, Clint Eastwood, a true phenomenon, the legendary star, turns 91 in May. Mr. Eastwood has no plans on retiring. His films have earned him five Academy Awards, including Best Director for the 1993 Western Unforgiven. His latest picture, Cry Macho, which will be released this year. For Eastwood, Cry Macho could be an autobiography, right? Clint Eastwood, working hard at age 91. Hear that, Tom Brady? Back after this. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. 
Politics by Faith anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.